Fix the World, Episode 10, Fight Infectious Disease. I'm Doug Dix. Rich people live to old ages and tend to die of cardiovascular disease, cancer, diabetes, or chronic obstructive pulmonary disease. Poor people rarely live to old age and tend to die of infectious diseases. Globally, 2.5 million die of pneumonia, 1.5 million of TB, another 1.5 million of diarrhea, 1 million of staph, 600,000 of HIV, 600,000 of malaria, and, in a typical year, 400,000 of influenza, along with a multitude of less prevalent infections, for a total exceeding 8.3 million deaths worldwide per year from infectious diseases. At its peak in 2021, COVID killed 3.5 million. Pneumonia and diarrhea are the greatest killers of children. To keep these stats in perspective, remember that some 9 million die of hunger each year, almost all in poor countries. Hunger predisposes to immunodeficiency, and that predisposes to infection. So hunger and infection go together. According to the World Health Organization, 80% of infectious diseases are waterborne and spread by hands. So clean water, sanitation, and soap are effective and cheap means to preventing infectious diseases. Rich people take these essentials for granted, but almost half of all people lack adequate sanitation, and half of these lack soap and clean water. A billion people have no toilets. Many more have no toilet paper. If we let these numbers in, they can give us a sense of the prevalence and misery of poverty. Without toilets, toilet paper, soap, and clean water, human excretions and the germs they carry find their way into people's food and water. Such people are always sick, and their kids are always sick, and it's all unnecessary because sanitation and safe water are extremely cost-effective. For every dollar spent on these essentials, four dollars are saved in reduced health care costs. What would it cost to provide everyone with access to clean water? Ten billion dollars a year will do this job. That's less than what Americans spend annually on ice cream. But everyone needs water. And no one needs ice cream. We're all better off without it. Its high content of sugar and fat make it unhelpful. And ice cream is produced by cruel and ecologically destructive means. The cows are treated well while they're producing milk. But half their calves are bulls. And there's nothing kind that can be done with a bull. And once the cows stop producing milk, 
They follow their bulls into the cruel slaughter process. When I was young and ignorant, I ate ice cream daily for breakfast. I gave it up for my health and to fix the world. Do the same. And don't hook kids on this sickening, cruel, and ecologically destructive product. And then put the savings into ensuring access to safe water and sanitation for everyone. I'll discuss charities at a later, later episode. For now, just save the money by not buying non-necessities. More than 97% of Americans have access to clean water from a faucet. And before 1985, a faucet was the source of water for Americans. But then some female supermodels were photographed with disposable plastic bottles of water as fashion accessories, and the craze began. Now some 600 billion plastic disposable bottles of water are produced globally each year, leading to 25 million tons of waste, little of which is recycled. Americans spend $16 billion each year on bottled water, none of which is needed. Remember, for only $10 billion, Americans by themselves could ensure safe water and sanitation for everyone in the world. Would you like an America that accomplished such a feat? Well, we're not pursuing anything that noble. The average American spends almost $300 a year on almost 200 plastic disposable bottles of water, not one of which is needed. Fix the world by boycotting plastic water. And don't assume that toxic chemicals don't leach out of the plastic into the bottled water. Get your water from a safe faucet and use the savings to bring safe water and sanitation to everyone in need. Antibiotics came into use in 1942. They were wonder drugs, quickly curing infections that had been incurable, with little or no toxicity, but with a caveat. Bacteria that survived antibiotic exposure tended to be resistant to the antibiotic. Tetracycline, a powerful, broad-spectrum antibiotic, was rendered useless by overuse and misuse. Now all antibiotics are threatened by bacterial resistance. The only safe way to use antibiotics is to ensure that all bacteria that contact the drug die as a consequence. Now some 70% of hospital-acquired infections are antibiotic-resistant. Of newly acquired TB, 4% is multidrug-resistant. Of previously treated TB, 20% is multidrug-resistant. And the pandemic of drug-resistant bacteria is growing. Listen, we're blissfully throwing away one of the greatest discoveries in the history of medicine. So, stop eating meat. What? Yes, stop eating meat. 
Some 66% of all antibiotics sold globally are for food animals. These animals aren't sick, but they grow heavier with antibiotics, and farmers sell animals by the pound. These animals excrete the antibiotics onto soil and allow bacteria to become resistant. Worldwide, some 1.3 million deaths are caused by antibiotic resistance. That's more deaths than are caused by HIV and malaria combined. Don't use antibiotics except when medically appropriate, and then use them as directed, and stop eating meat. Neglected tropical diseases are a group of some 20 different diseases caused by bacteria, viruses, protozoa, fungi, and worms or chemical toxins such as venom and arsenic. These neglected diseases affect a billion of the world's poorest people and cause enormous suffering. But, quote, only, unquote, about 200,000 deaths per year worldwide. So they don't attract as much attention or funding as the major killers. And they don't threaten rich people. That doesn't leave much motivation for research. But poor people live in misery. And the neglected diseases add enormously to that. There is no firm estimate of the cost to prevent them all. But some interventions are obvious and cheap. Hookworm, for instance, lives in the soil and infects people by boring through the skin on the soles of bare feet. Sandals or even used tire rubber strapped to feet would protect against hookworm infection. A few billion dollars a year would do a lot to enhance the quality of life for people with these neglected tropical diseases. Almost 400 million cases of sexually transmitted disease occur each year, all of them preventable by condoms. Although most sexually transmitted diseases can be treated successfully, syphilis causes 200,000 stillborn deaths each year. Together, Tooth decay and gum disease are the second most common disease after the common cold and the most prevalent non-communicable disease. Tooth and gum diseases are caused by free sugar in the mouth and thus are preventable by limiting sugar consumption and by proper brushing and flossing. Poor people lack these essentials. Rich people tend not to use them effectively and then waste money on dental care as a result. I'm an example. Most of my teeth have filled cavities or crowns from chewing candy all day as a kid and not brushing my teeth. Now I treasure my teeth and gums. Do the same. Eat at home. Brush after you eat, don't eat between meals, and floss each night. 
of all the discoveries ever made, vaccination is arguably the most valuable. It began with smallpox. Jenner showed that inoculation with harmless cowpox prevented deadly smallpox. Seventy or so years later, Pasteur showed that inoculation with attenuated rabies prevented deadly rabies. And then the floodgates opened, and vaccines for diphtheria, whooping cough, polio, measles, etc., became available. Now we are the most vaccinated people of all time, and we should be grateful. But some 5% or so of American kids are denied vaccination by their misguided parents. Vaccination is every normal kid's right, and not a parent's. Not a parent's right to choose. When John Donne wrote, quote, No man is an island entire of itself, unquote, he was guessing or thinking wishfully. But air transportation has shrunk the oceans, and now infectious disease proves Dunn's point. Infection anywhere threatens everywhere. Like wildfire, plagues spread across India in 1994, as did SARS across the world in 2003, and then COVID in 2019. The extra extrapolation is clear. Squalor anywhere threatens everywhere. If we don't clean the slums of the world, their germs will become our germs, and their diseases our diseases. And let me tell you, no one wants to meet multidrug-resistant TB, but it does get on the jets that land in Calcutta and then in New York. Some of these diseases have high mortality rates, like Marburg virus and bird flu, these diseases that inhabit the slums of the world. Stop buying useless or harmful products. Spend instead on fixing the world. Clean the slums, provide sanitation, safe water, soap. Thanks for listening. Please tune in next week.